Hello, everyone. Well, it was the Thomas Show on this week's Bachelorette. This is not an exaggeration. The contestants talked about Thomas, participated in a group date, and talked about Thomas again, and waited around for a rose ceremony, and talked about Thomas some more. That's why some guy in Austin and I veered way off topic more than once in this episode. In our defense, I do think you will find our conversation enlightening, along with general Bachelor-related questions we ponder over real questions that keep us up at night, such as, can we make Buzz Killington trend on Twitter? I think so. When is the last time you shopped inside of a Best Buy? Where might one procure elephant testicles at a moment's notice? Who wins in a fight, Taco Bell or Taco Cabana? Are white shoes here to stay? And if one sleeps commando and hears a knock on the door, do you answer it naked? No. Don't make this harder than it has to be, Blake. That's what she said. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 220. 220. Wow, of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. We are talking about Katie's journey to find love week four, and she still has some snakes in the grass. Thoughts? Um, <laughs> I, this season's tough, man. It, it, she's a downer, um, mm. and she's a little overcome by all the drama, I think. Right. And um, I'm not so sure. I know we're going to talk in detail about Thomas, but... I'm not so sure I agree with the uh, the group of men on their assessment of Thomas. Right. I would like to get into that first and foremost. Let's get him out of the way. Mm-hmm. Although he is a big chunk of the episode because that's all we talked about was Thomas. Thomas. Right. Him Thomas, and his, his wine-colored um, oh, wine sport coat as well. Which um, he reused. You know, he wore that in night one. Well, that might be his signature look. <laughs> there are some turtlenecks. Did you notice? Yeah, I did. Yes, the guy that uh, the guy that complained the most about Thomas. What was his name? Uh, Trey. Trey. Yeah, uh-huh. he um, he complained the most. I noticed that he um, he he might have a signature look as well. Here's my question: In your opinion, your expert opinion, is Thomas a chotch? Um, you know what? I'm gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna uh, equivocate and say that I'm not an expert on chaches, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that I am. Yeah, after 27 seasons of this show, yeah. you are. Yeah, um, I would say that. Um, I think the jury's still out on whether he's okay. a true chach because the guys are right. He's very convincing and charming. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is: Is he being quote manipulative? And I think mm-hmm. that requires intent. I think, I don't know. It's hard to say. Maybe yeah. he is being sincere about some feelings and things, but if anything, he's not being honest with himself as opposed mm-hmm. to trying to manipulate. I will say this though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it took a lot of, courage is not the word, but it took a lot of um, nerve to answer some of the questions he was asked truthfully. Right. You know, like, do you want to be the bachelor? He said, well, yeah, of course I've thought about it. And like I said right. last week, he just said the quiet part out loud. Um, did you see the interview with Nick Vile on some, whatever it is, bachelor thing where he was like, yeah, everybody thinks about being the bachelor well, that goes on there. Even Caitlin kind of alluded. Well, if you, if you think it, you certainly don't say it out loud. That's just dumb. So I feel that Thomas isn't dumb in his decision to say that out loud. I think he chose that and kind of stands by it. Where I think he's struggling is whenever he has to talk about it or whenever he has to defend himself because he doesn't do a very good job about that. So then I'm thinking, is he just a bad actor? Because his face is so stoic. Anytime he doesn't get rolled up, he does a lot of apologizing. He says the same thing over and over in different ways. 
So I wanted to ask you too, do you agree whenever we have this whole Thomas drama on this group date, remember we're, we're using the group, we're doing the group date from last week. We didn't even get to the second group date from last week. So they're on that group date. Thomas isn't there. Mm-hmm. And all Trey talks about is how we need to protect Katie and tell her that Thomas is rat. And Andrew kind of says, yeah, do we really? He's not here. And we know it's going to bum her out. Why would we do that? She's having right. such a good day. Why would we do that? And Trey does it anyway. Which side do you fall on on that? I, I think you keep your mouth shut. I think I eventually she's either going to like the guy or not. And mm-hmm. I think I can't remember who it was, but a couple of those guys got really mad at Trey for bringing it yeah. up because he ruined the whole date again. Yeah. But equally, the-, the equal amount of guys were behind him because I think they were going, yeah, Trey, tell her, tell her, tell her, yeah. because they want another guy to fall. And they don't want to be the one to tattle because the one that tattles never is the last man standing. However, Trey did get a rose on the group date because he was so honest with Katie. Yeah, well, the irony is that Katie's allowing herself to be manipulated by the crowd of guys when she's clearly looking out for Thomas. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, look, I, manipulate's a tough word. I think it 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 doesn't uh, it requires intent. Yeah. And I'm not sure that that's what Thomas was doing. Um, I think he was being sincere when he's answering those questions about, hey, have you thought about being The Bachelor? Mm-hmm. Um, but to be fair, if you're going to take that position and you're called out on it, then I think he needs to call the other guys out. Like, are you kidding me? No one here has thought about this. And let's just rewind a few episodes into um, uh, what season was that Katie was on? Who was The Bachelor? Matt James. Yeah, Matt James, whatever. Um <laughs> I always, I just forget. Um, but remember when she was the voice of reason and she's sitting there yeah. on the couch schooling people? Like she didn't think about I could be the bachelorette. Give me a break. Yeah. It's really completely didn't. disingenuous for her to say, I didn't think about that. Well, there's another, there's another band of brothers aspect that's going on too, because now every single week, apart from week one where you're just feeling everybody out, you had that Cody guy who goes home and then you have Carl who goes home and Mm -hmm. now you have Thomas spoiler alert who goes home and they've taken on this mindset of protection. We've got to tell her how things are. What did we, or did we not have a moment in previous seasons where people got ticked off saying, you don't trust me to know who to keep and who you can't tell me who to keep. <laughs> that's and who right, to, that's right. and, uh, which way do you go? But I feel like I'm going to say it with the absence of our host, Chris Harrison, not being there to help her through and Caitlin and Tasha off drinking with their entourage and their trailers. She is just lost little puppy out there floating right. around. She's a and flag she, in the wind. She just doesn't, she just doesn't know. And it has to be, it has to be highly irritating and frustrating for this all to be happening every single week from the very beginning. Yeah. Usually we get that in, in later episodes. Right. However. Well, and then, you know, speaking of manipulation, they always call Harrison in to sort of steer, steer the bachelor, bachelorette yes. back to reality, kind of the direction they want him to go. Right. And Harrison's a master of the Socratic method. You know, he's like, yeah. do you really think that'd be a good idea? Or, you know, <laughs> do you really believe Thomas is being sincere? Or do you believe the rest of the guy? Like he would plant enough seeds to get Katie to do whatever the hell they wanted him <laughs> to do. Right. And now that guy's on the bench or, you know, he's been traded to another team. Did you see the article I sent you about Harrison starting his own dating show? Oh, it's his own show he's yeah, so, I so did the, not know that. No, so the buzz out is that he's got a one-year non-compete where he has agreed not to compete against The Bachelor or Bachelorette <laughs> or Bachelor in Paradise or Bachelor, you know, does Vegas or, you know, whatever spinoff we're going to have or what, what's the one with the music? Listen to your heart. Listen yeah, to your heart. Listen to your heart. Yeah. Let, God, let, you know, they ought to let him compete with that one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Notice we didn't have a redo of that this yeah. summer. Well, I mean, you know, how do you how do you top that? I, mean, I, I just don't know. Uh, I, the, what's her name and what's his name? We're doing right. very good on with that. their their semi big hit. Yeah. 
Well, you know, but back, back to this episode. So, yeah. so I think that we are feeling the the absence of a strong leader to push our bachelorette yes. into the proper uh, lane, and so she's swerving all over the place. Yes, every I, I feel like there's no. We've said that the whole time Harrison grounded the show, and I mm-hmm. feel like we even this whole entire episode was one group date. That is it. And but it was a repeat. Ceremony. Remember, there was the same date they did on that other show the where they had to eat the, the testicles or yes. whatever. <laughs> and they yeah. must have been out of testicles because they had a hell of a peppers. You know, it was like right. Here's my question, though. Too, Thomas understands that the writing is on the wall. He gets that there is a bullseye on his back. Yeah. Well, he Courtney even, told him in the middle of a shoulder workout. That's right. Chest and arms day, man. Chest and yeah, arms he day. Was, he was pumping up the shoulders, refused to uh, to take a moment to talk to Thomas. And he kind of said, hey, you, you dug your own grave you there, You dug man. your own grave. Yeah. You dug your own grave. And so I think it, it behooves Thomas to go and talk to her, which he chooses to do before the rose ceremony. And he says to her, he knocks on her door. Of course, you know, how he found her door is anyone's guess. But he knocks on her door. She lets him in. He holds her hands like he always does. Mm-hmm. And he says all of the right things, like we said. Hey, I I understand that there's been a lot of drama. And I want you to know I'm here with great intentions, right reasons. And she asked him point blank, but did you say that you wanted to be The Bachelor? And he said, well, you know, the question was phrased a little differently. But yes, which I think... Every guy has thought, and he, it was coming out of his mouth and she shut that down. Yeah. Well, that's and what said, there are guys here who not right. think of that. And that's Michael. It, Michael's you know the he, only one. No, you know what he should have done? Show. He should have hmm. gone, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I know you think there are. You think that. But, but they're not. No, yeah. no, no. So I think he, I don't know. I think he did what he need to do. He leaves and then he goes into the crowd of guys who have been saying, where's Thomas? Where's Thomas? I'm going to be mad if he's with her. And then he walks in and because they're a band of brothers, all a unit, if you will, Mike's word, not mine. He says, well, Aaron is the spokesperson saying, where you been, brah? And he said he didn't want to waste any of the guy's time at the ceremony. <laughs> that was awesome, by the way. So he went and talked to her beforehand. That's right. What? <laughs> that was great. Um, but oh, again, he, look, th- there's honestly, if you look at it, there was nothing that came out of his mouth that was untrue. Even when she asked him, and I listened carefully, even when she said, I was told that you said you want to be the next Bachelor. Is that true? He corrected her and he said, look, the question was asked this way. And this was my exact response. And I think if you go to the tape, that was true. Yeah. He said, yeah, you know, I came here with an open mind and that was certainly something that crossed my mind. Totally honest answer. And he, look, the the bottom line is she had decided that he was a snake and that, you know, they were just letting it play out. Right. 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 The the thing that I would have done if I was Thomas, he clearly knew he was going home. And then (laughs) the road ceremony where she says, Thomas he knew it was coming. I mean, she stepped mm. forward. He steps forward and she drops the hammer That's and says, backwards. your audition for The Bachelor mm-hmm. is over, which was such a planted, oh, yeah. contrived, oh, you know, yeah. pre-written line. You told me things I wanted to hear. But what I learned about you tonight is you're selfish, unkind, and a liar. Your Bachelor audition ends tonight. So get out. And then yeah, he goes, uh, audition is over. He goes, all right, I'm out. And he walks out. Yeah, yeah, just like I'm do- like he knew he had to, he knew he had to take it contractually or whatever they told him, and right. he just was done. So, do you think he was not necessarily a plant, but them saying, "Hey, this is going to be your shtick." Just roll with it. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I look, I think none of this stuff is completely unscripted. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, he was pretty self-aware. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that by the time he got to that rose ceremony, he could have said at any given time, had he been free to do so, look, I'm out. You know, I, yeah, I know yeah, it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be humiliated. I just want to yeah. get out. But he played the game. He let her say her piece and then he just walked out. He didn't protest. 
he didn't even protest to the camera what like like Carl did when he said you're gonna have to get the police out here. And yeah, he knew he was Dragged done. Me out. Even though his integrity and his character was demonstrized. That's so, <laughs> who said Not that? Much. He did. Oh yeah. Demonstrized? Yeah. Wow. Demonstrized. Yeah, he's I need to look a that up. It's yeah. not a word. That's okay. You can look it up. Yeah. But well, it might be. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. that's pretty incredible. And he didn't. He wasn't able to have a lot of dialogues. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, more that's, that's more than one. That's what sounds made up. <laughs> Do you think he will show up in paradise? Yes. Me too. Yeah, I think. I think. I think. Do you he- hope he shows up in paradise? Yeah, I don't see why not. Me too. Yeah, and I hope they pair him with some crazy person like Claire, you know, where <laughs> she's just going to believe everything he says. Because, you know, that guy been on Claire's season. He, you know, he was like a much smoother. Who's the guy that called her old? What was that guy's name? I never know. But yeah, he was a much smoother up. version of that guy. And Claire yeah. would have eaten it up. I just find it interesting that Thomas never balked back. He did before the rose ceremony. Uh, Katie may have a moment and he apologized for all his wrongdoings or something. He acknowledged and he yeah. apologized for all his wrongdoings. Yeah. And then he sat back in line and everybody rolled their eyes. Yeah. I mean, at, at that point, you know, somebody has got to be the bad guy. And before it was um, the, the Carl, Carl, mm-hmm. the motivational speaker mm-hmm. and psychologically, this is what fascinates me about the show. You know, it's just his group think that, it happens every season. So now that um, what's his face is gone, yeah, he's uh, and, the villain. Well, now, yeah, he there's got to be someone else that's yep. going to take the ire of the unit, which we know who that will be. Who's that? Blake. Oh yeah, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was a little weird too. You know, he shows up with his stupid beard, and um, I didn't see honestly. Like, I really didn't detect any chemistry there. It was a sort of an awkward. Mm. nice to meet you conversation. Um, mm-hmm. But I felt like it could have been a brother and sister chatting. I really <laughs> didn't see sparks flying. Did you? Um, I saw, let me tell you what I saw. First of all, when Taisha comes to her room and says, oh, yeah. someone from my past has mm-hmm. reached out yeah. and they really think you're yeah. the That's like I said ever. last week. That That's like me saying that, you know, the woman who checked me out at Target last <laughs> week at the register is someone from my past. <laughs> And by the way, that that's a pure hypothetical because I don't now. Target has installed those self um, self cash register things, you know, where you 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 ring up your own stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's like heaven for me. I do it everywhere: Home Depot, <laughs> the grocery store. I always rent my own groceries. I love it. Your Target just now got that. Um, I don't go to Target much, so I don't know how long they've had it. But the last time I went to Target, yeah, I mean, I was like, wow, this is okay. new. Okay. <laughs> I've been a red card member since 2012. What does so. that even mean? I, <laughs> I'm missing out on something. Seriously, like, because every time you know, sometimes I'll go to like, um, like Best Buy. For instance, I, I went to Best Buy Best today Buy. to get wow. a couple things. I had. Really? I, need, I just need to know what you got at Best Buy. Well, I, I told you I got a. I got an. I signed a new office lease. You know. Uh-huh. And so I bought um, like a, a, what do you call those things? A surge protector thing so I could plug in all my stuff. And then I bought a new thing for my my Mac, a, a new plug-in so I don't have to lug the plug at different places. Okay. And so I'm going to leave one in the office. So I bought that and they're like, hey, are you a rewards member? And I thought, well, what in the hell is that? You know? So I'm, I'm totally missing out on that stuff. Like, I, don't, I don't even know. I could, they could say... You know, you get a free massage every time you come in here if you're a rewards man. And I would, I would know. I could not tell you the last time I was in a Best Buy. I don't ever like. You know what's really speaking of that? I don't go much either. But you know what I've noticed? Huh. You can get a seventy-five inch, you know, television for like a thousand bucks now. It's crazy how cheap TVs are. Okay, did you get one? No, but I have a seventy-two inch. Um, <laughs> Over, you over need my those extra three inches, man. Well, story of my life, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so I may consider that. It's just so I different. just now got it. <laughs> <laughs> really? God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say after that? 
Um, I kept thinking, why are they saying that? No, got I, it. I got it. I'm on. I got it. Yeah, yeah that was that was my standard joke. Right, um, right, right. But uh, no, the, um, yeah, I thought, well, shoot, it's like female logic. It's so cheap, I can't not buy it. You know, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. something. That's something my wife would say. Like, hey, um, I I I bought something for five hundred dollars, but it was on sale for fifty percent off, so I saved five hundred dollars. <laughs> You're like, no, you spent five hundred bucks. Show me that other five hundred dollars that you saved, and I will agree with you. But if it's fake money, mm-hmm. that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, man, Best Buy. Really, that's like saying I went to Circuit City. Well, and you know what's crazy about Best Buy is they give you that Boston Marathon finish line receipt. It's like thirty <laughs> feet. You could buy Mentos. You could go in there and buy Mentos and a Diet Coke, like at the front. Like, like, hey, you know, I looked at your electronics. I don't need a seventy-five inch TV. I'm just going to buy Mentos. And a Diet Coke, and they'd be like, "Well, do, you know, do you want to guarantee that for two years if if the Mentos?" And, and they're like, "No, I just want my Mentos." And the receipt is still four feet long. I don't understand. Once again, I haven't thought of Mentos in years. Are you putting them in your Diet Coke and making little volcanoes? No, but I I was there today, and they had that at the thing. Like it was Did part you of. Buy some? No, I don't eat Mentos. I just that's what's in my head because I I did actually buy Diet Coke when I was leaving, um, and, and I saw the Mentos. But it doesn't matter. You could buy anything there, and the receipt is four and a half feet long. I don't I, I don't know what really the the terms and conditions are. And I'm wondering, like, if they actually get sued on that, that they pull that out and be like, "Look, did you read your four? Did you read three and a half feet into your receipt? It says right here, you can't sue us for this." Better be safe than sorry. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I can see their lawyer like, "Listen, I know this sounds weird, but we're going to print all of our disclaimers on every receipt." Well, uh, excuse me, I have a question. Yes, you in the back. What if they buy Mentos? That doesn't matter. We're just going to go ahead and print our terms and conditions on every receipt. Won't that be a waste of paper? Yeah, but you know, it's, it, it's essential. Worth it. It's worth it. Speaking of Mentos. Solid transition. I can't wait. <laughs> let's look at the group date. Yes. That was an alleged truth or dare date without yes. any truth components, only dare components. Did you notice, and let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the, um, they're not really skinny jeans, but they are semi-tight jeans that are, that are, Tight at the ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about those and the white shoes that every single guy had on the date? It's on my list. Indeed, it is on my list. Yes. When you say every single guy, you are not exaggerating. No, every one of them had. Every it's like one they of handed them. them out before the date. They did. It was mm-hmm. in the swag bag. Definitely mm-hmm. in the swag bag. I, I We've talked about it, and I've asked several guys in my life, hey, when are you going to go buy your white tennis shoes? <laughs> And none of them answer in the affirmative. Yeah. I don't know if it is a younger person's game that none of us want to play or, but Blake is pretty young. He watches with us and he's young and I don't know if he has white shoes. Blake, tell me if you have white shoes, but he, I know Todd is saying, I'm not going to buy white shoes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wear boots. That's what I wear. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I, it, it's definitely a trend and they definitely all participated right. in it. And, and I don't know how I feel about it. So this was still filmed during COVID, right? Sort of. Yeah. Okay. So they're still restricted to, but they, it was the same date they had on that other one, the stupid truth or dare where Tasha and what's her name right. K- were there with the bullhorns and they're watching them and laughing yes. hysterically. Like it's super funny, but it's really it's not that really funny. Not. No, well, I was yeah. going to ask though about the, 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 part where you had to eat and they're under domes and you're assuming it's going to be a bunch of gross stuff. And instead it was a bunch of carbs. And that, which is hilarious to me. That they, was they, funnier to me too. Yeah, they're like, uh, can I get some, can I get some goat testicles here? I just, I don't really eat carbs. I can't eat these carbs. Yeah. Oh my God. Pasta. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, this also, you know, the, the fact that they didn't have any testicles it's on the movie. Harrison's not there. That's right. They are the only person who has the ability to summon edible testicles at a moment's notice, Chris Harrison. Just when you think the series could recover without him. <laughs> 
So they had Twinkies, yep. pasta, mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. They had some cake, I think. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in an eating contest? Um, I have not. You know, I take that back. I was in like a pie eating contest once. At the county um, fair? Yeah, something like that. It was it was a local – it wasn't the county fair, but it was like our local – like it might have even been 4th of July thing. It was like an event in my little community growing up. Mm-hmm. And there was a pie eating contest. Um and I entered and I like really like apple pie, but I, I'm not a, I couldn't do it. I, I made it about halfway through and was yeah. like, I'm done. Your period, yeah. But you want to hear a funny story about an eating contest? Yes. So always. two of the, two of the dumbest guys, and I don't say this lightly, two of the dumbest guys in my school, I will not tell you their names. They had <laughs> one time at our school fair, you know, where they raised money for the student council and stuff like that, where you buy tickets and do like carnival mm-hmm. events. Like at the end of Greece. Yes, exactly, but mm-hmm. not that fancy, right? Okay. And 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 everybody was under thirty, right? Um, <laughs> right, and so everyone was actually in high school. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so so they had a uh, our, our local. There was a local ice cream place called Chezzy's Cones. So Chezzy's donated a bunch of ice cream, and they were melting because it was freaking hot. Like, oh, we're gonna have an ice cream eating contest. The guy that won ended up having to go to the hospital that night to be treated for frostbite on his hands. Oh, because, on because, his hands. Yeah, That's because, not where I thought you were going with this. No, no, no okay. because halfway through, he decided he wanted to win so bad that he abandoned oh, the spoon gosh. and went to his hands and he ended up with um, minor mm-hmm. frostbite on his, mm-hmm. on his hands. Yeah, that was a legendary. <laughs> like if you if you bring that guy's name up today, and anyone in my entire high school would be like, I remember when that idiot ate ice cream in his hands and had to go to the hospital. Have you have you ever won any kind of contest? I won the frisbee toss. Um, what is that? How far you could throw a frisbee at, at the um, my sixth oh. grade field day. Good. Um, I entered the frisbee toss. Congrats. Um, I've won lots of like sporting events and things. Like no, team that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm I've talking also talking about it like a contest. I won an, uh, a Halloween dress up contest. Me, me and my too. me and my college girlfriend. Uh huh. Would you go as Elvis and Priscilla? Oh. <laughs> And uh, I won Wait, that. What years? What what decade? I was older, about? fat Elvis. I had like a jumpsuit <laughs> stuffed, and I had the hair done, everything. And uh, I didn't. I was really proud of myself because um, I didn't have to use fake hair. I, yeah. I, my hair was so like big and thick big during that time that I was able to do the Elvis do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I drew in sideburns, and then mm-hmm. she was pregnant, Priscilla. <laughs> And um, did the makeup just perfect, and we won a Halloween com- com- costume contest. Awesome! Yeah. How about you? What What did you win? Oh, mine's not as dramatic. It was um, uh, it was a Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, oh uh-huh. wow! <laughs> I know that's great, isn't it? That's great. I had um, presents on my feet. My shoes mm-hmm. were presents, and a star on my head. And then I had I don't know. It was a it was a it was a pretty big deal yeah. though because it was our whole entire office building. Yeah. Did um did did uh, anybody um No. <laughs> and I'll edit that out. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Fair Don't worry enough. about it. Okay, let's talk about the 1 minute of seduction that they had to do during no truth and dare. That was so dumb with with and the ear with Katie's with ear, the big huge ear, and Andrew S. Going back to that English accent, how do we feel about that? It's the most ridiculous. It was completely unwatchable. I mean, I, I couldn't. Agree. It was so dumb, and no one said anything. Well, Greg did a whole geography lesson. Of course, let's bless his heart for mm-hmm. that. And I don't think he understood the purpose. I think he just thought I'm supposed to talk about one topic for one minute. Mm-hmm. It was tap. Uh, 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 um, and one minute, I mean, they should have made that 20 seconds. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. And then the, there's always your waxing. We're waxing things a lot these days. Are we over the waxing? Is it dumb? Is it really just hard for guys I to just do? Wish someone, that's why they make them? Right. Someone should come up with an original idea. I guarantee you on that resort, there is a shuffleboard um, yeah. <laughs> thing. They could play shuffleboard. It would Somebody's be far more got a frisbee. Yeah, a frisbee toss. There you go. Maybe an ice cream eating contest. I don't know, but it's better than the ripping of the hair, and that is not entertaining to me. Yeah, 
and then bring back your hair. Yeah, the strip of hair and taking a Polaroid. No, thanks. And it ends with the habanero pepper eating where everybody's crying and having to drink milk and risking their lives because they have to eat three of them. I, I just, I get exhausted by stuff like this and fast forward through it all and try to find the pros and all of it. But it is funny how she said this is going to help her find a husband. Yeah. This is going to teach her a lot about the guys. So she mm-hmm. knows. Let's see who has a sense of humor. Yeah. Nobody does. So, so, uh, you know, do, do you think the three stooges are funny? No, exactly. Women don't really like slapstick mm-hmm. nonsense. It's, it's mm-hmm. not the way to a woman's funny bone. No. Um, it's, it's more intellectual, I think. And, do you know what makes me cringe to watch? Um, Old school with Will Ferrell. The yeah. gross humor makes me cringe. I have not think that movie's like hysterical, it. but. <laughs> well, of course you do. Have you ever had your body waxed? No, I've never waxed anything. Are you telling the truth right now? Yeah, I would. Why Even would I wax? your chest? Yeah, why would I wax anything? You don't have hair on your body, though. No, I'm, I'm, I'm relatively. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I have noticed. It's something I notice. I don't have hair on my arms at all. You like, don't have I, hair, and my dad doesn't have hair on his legs. I don't get it. Yeah. I have hair on my legs, but and, and also like I can't like right now. I haven't shaved in about a week and a half, and I still I I, I don't have a beard. I can't never be able to grow one. In fact, up until I was pretty close to it's 30 because years. all of your hair is on top of your head. Yeah, I did. Now I do have a full head of hair, which I'm thankful for. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just I've never been like a you know a hairy guy. <laughs> So then what would you have had them wax? Um, well, I mean, I would have had to do some kind of nether regions to really get, <laughs> you know, into the pain, I guess. I mean, that's, you know, without getting too personal. Um, <laughs> that's very personal. Yeah. The funniest part, actually, you know, the funniest part was it, was it Greg and the Trey or somebody? Trey and, and, and it said, wax the hairiest part of your body. And he yeah. goes, I'm going to go for your head. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not funny at all. But yeah. anyway, we have the cocktail party that night. I loved her herringbone dress that was all black and white sequins. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. They have a fabulous time. This is, of course, is when Andrew and Trey are competing on should we tell her, should we not about Thomas. It's exhausting. But Andrew did something very, very smart. Andrew, during his alone time, decides to make Katie eat something mysterious under a dome. And when he reveals it, it is Taco Bell, which I guess the kids are calling it T-Bell now. Mm. And what looked like Lunchables and Sour Straws. Yeah, that didn't look good at all. That's a man after my own heart. Have you eat? Do you eat Taco Bell? Yeah. Yeah, I I do. I don't really eat fast food, but um, I will say that I do like the seven layer burrito there. Well, there you go. Would you mm-hmm. Would you choose a Taco Bell over a Taco Cabana? No, Cabana. Look, I have very fond memories I of know, Cabana. I do too. Just being absolutely out of my mind, drunk, and going to a Taco Cabana at three in the morning mm-hmm. and eating, God knows what. I wasn't drunk, but I would go and get cheese and tortillas and eat my feelings. Yeah, they're sort of the same thing. <laughs> it actually is, yeah, because I would drink my feelings and then go eat them away. But uh, they are but, always open, and they're in every college town yeah, in Texas. I have no idea of Taco Cabana is other places, but and the little salsa things, those little cups you do, you can yeah. never get enough of those. You got to make so those. Great. The secret is getting those filled up before the tacos are made. Um, right. Because it's a waste of time once you mm-hmm. have your food to go and fill mm-hmm. the little cups. You would have a seven-layer burrito under your dome. What else would be under the dome? Uh, what would be under my dome? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, like I don't know. what candy would you have? And what oh, candy? Uh, anything with chocolate and peanut butter if I like. If you carbs, what would you eat? <laughs> um, I do eat carbs. How pretentious. Um. You know what I really like is uh, mm. is is uh, tortellini like stuff with some stuff. Okay. Not cheese tortellini, <laughs> but like any kind of meat tortellini is, is excellent. Okay. Yeah, I would have and that. And chocolate and peanut butter ice cream. I could eat if if I could live. Yeah, chocolate ice cream or chocolate anything. I could chocolate mm-hmm. is. I could eat a gallon of chocolate in any sitting. 
Just like that guy from your high school. <laughs> Except I would use a spoon and not <laughs> not my own fingers. Yeah. Do you have candy out in your house? Um. Yeah. So I have um like Hershey bars. You know, mm-hmm. I keep that. And um, like for s'mores. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I feel so inclined, but Hershey bars, I buy on a regular basis. And then also like, um, trying to think sometimes Reese's pieces, I can't keep too much candy in the house cause it gets eaten. My mother and my grandmother always said you should have a bowl of candy out for your guests. So I've lived that way my entire life right now, currently in the house. We, I always like to do seasonal candy because Ooh. I feel like, um, I like to be seasonal, but also I feel like seasonal candy is fresher meaning a holiday oreo is going to be better than a regular oreo and you just keep that out in the open no not oreos but yes if i have a bowl right now downstairs of red white and blue m&ms oh both big and small now if i I had no idea that they would have many red white and blue m&ms and i bought them by mistake well now if i were over at your place i would be eating those out of the bowl yeah. yeah, there's uh, Starburst um, jelly beans there. There's oh, we, we, yeah, we that's chocolate a, covered caramel squares. Delicious. I know. There's um, red fireballs because they're red. For did red, white, and blue did you know that that uh, uh, a velvet? Um, what do they call that? The velvet, the pink velvet, or the red red velvet? Did you know that red <laughs> velvet is actually chocolate, chocolate. with red food? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Somebody told me that the other day. I'm like, no, that's that's not true. That's and then why I you it like it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, that, that can't be true. And sure enough, it's true. It's chocolate with red food coloring. That's in exactly it. right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, I've been duped. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we have Andrew um, and Katie making out with their T-bell breath, and yeah. then Greg comes along. And he does something pretty smart, too. He does the whole, I've missed you, Mm -hmm. and it's really hard for me to live in the house, seeing the other guys, but you're worth it. Let's make out. Well, but she she let her guard down a little bit, too. She did. Tell everybody what she said. um, It was something to the effect that I'm into you or something, or I'm falling for you. Is that what Mm -hmm. she said? I'm falling for you. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. I think I'm falling. I don't know. It was yeah. it was a big deal though that she let her guard down. Here. I could possibly see you as my maybe fiance at the end of this if you're going <laughs> to be so inclined to ask me <laughs> and give me a Neil Lane ring for free. Team Greg. Yeah. So after this is whenever Trey comes along and he does the whole Thomas thing, and then of course Andrew is right. It's a total buzzkill. He calls Trey Buzz Killington. What did you think about that nickname? That's so I dumb. Love it. Oh, really? I'm gonna make it happen. That's so dumb. Yes, Buzz Killington. I loved it. So then she's all sad and mopey, and that's yeah. annoying. And then that's when Tasha comes the next day and says, "Someone from my past has reached out." Did you hope with all of your heart that that would be John Paul Jones? <laughs> You know what? I I couldn't have placed that guy, but yeah, that would be awesome. Actually, he just shows up shirtless, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. With his hair. Yeah. Oh no, it was it was Blake. Blake. And during the conversation, whenever they just went out into the hot desert sun in the courtyard and sat on this roaming bench, there was a moment when Katie said that she and Blake had talked to each other because he slid into her DMs. I know. Let me let me tell you Speaking something. of a guy who wants to be on TV, I mean, give me well, a I break. Was, I was just about to say the same thing because if you recall, he was on Claire's season as yep. well as Tasha's season, yeah. and Katie points that out. And if you recall... Claire told Blake, whenever we had to shut down for COVID, you were the only one who reached out to me in my DMs. And I really appreciated that. And I thought, uh, Blake has a little bit of a thing for sliding into people's DMs. And do we trust this? As you alluded to earlier in the show. So Blake, so the way I see this is to that Blake, DMs are like music festivals to the other Blake. Yes. 
Yes. That's kind of his thing. Yes. That's I followed him, all his... the Chach, on yep. Instagram, and he was at a music festival, and I forgot Boom. to send it to you. Yeah. He's so excited. He can't stand it. You know when our worlds are going to merge? It's going to be great when Blake <laughs> sends a picture of himself at a music festival and Train, the band Train. Is <laughs> or Dan Flaché. Yeah, Dan Flaché. It's like Dan Flaché and Train doing some medley of – Bachelor and whatever, listen to your heart songs. <laughs> so Katie has a little bit of trouble. Blake's pouring on the charm and she's saying, uh, I just really don't want to disrespect the other guys. I don't want to disrupt the relationships, but you know, your boy likes me. And so she makes him wait. Right. You got to wait. Let me get through this day because remember we're still on the day before the episode before. Yeah. Did you notice this is very subtle, but you had to notice, remember they're just waiting and waiting and waiting. And apparently Thomas is over there talking his way out of a paper bag. Um, and, uh, Somebody says, we've been waiting a long time. And somebody goes, dude, it's midnight. It's midnight. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, when she finally wakes Blake up in his yes. underwear, <laughs> it, it had to be like four in the morning. I mean, yes. He, you know, she literally woke yeah. him up from a sleep. Yeah. Also, he didn't have on underwear. Yeah. yeah. He was sleeping commando and decided to answer the door. I would say, you know, not, 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 again, I've already shared too much personally here, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm of that ilk. Right. But if someone, I don't care if you're that ilk, be that ilk, go commando. If someone knocks on your door and you're of that ilk, you're going to open it and stick your head out whenever you're naked on the other side. At four in the morning? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to be like, go away. <laughs> With I want, uh, pants I want... on or not is the question. Yeah. So he enters the door naked tells her to wait a minute he goes on and puts some boxers and a hoodie that he mm -hmm. probably got in a swag bag with his white shoes and mm -hmm. then he comes out and she says kind of hey you want to do this thing and yeah, she gives was... she doesn't give him thomas's rose but thomas did not get a rose therefore blake is taking no. that spot in my opinion i think it's okay because in my opinion i think katie is thinking, well, there's like a handful of guys I don't really like. I might as well put Blake in here. Who cares? Yeah. Um, right? Yeah. I, I don't, why not? You know? Right, right. I mean, he showed up. He's been vaccinated or he's, you know, COVID free or whatever. Why not just throw him in the mix and let's see what happens? It's not like he can get back to Canada. But that's right. He's, <laughs> he's going to be hated worse than Thomas is, though. You know what would oh, have yeah. been great? He's is our new villain. Yeah. What, what would have been great is if Thomas would have just stopped by the room and given him the wine colored blazer and been oh, like, oh, yeah. Sport Pass dips. it on, man. Yeah. Pass it yeah. on. Hadn't really been lucky for me, but uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> it'll work out for you. Another thing I wanted to point out at the rose ceremony afterwards, I mean, before, before she hands out the roses, um, Everybody is talking to her about Thomas. Hey, we're protecting you. Hey, oh, Thomas such a being. Hey, this. Hey, that. Yeah. And then here comes Michael, and she's and she said, "I've been, I've, I've been excited to talk to you, or something like that." And he says, "Yes, me too. It's been so long." Yeah. And was just sweet as Michael is, and oblivious to the world. It feels like, and said all the nice things. And then she also asked him, I was wondering if you would be what it would like if you left Ohio. And that flustered him and made him think, Oh, she's thinking about me leaving Ohio. Do his mannerisms make you cringe or is it just me? Stephanie can't stand to watch him. Yeah, I she can't calls either. him Templeton, like the rat from Charlotte's Web. <laughs> I wouldn't or, go that far. I know. Or she calls him, what's his name from Pride and Prejudice, the cousin who wants to marry Elizabeth. Uh, I'm not a big... Um, you, you should know it, yes. And so yeah. anyway, sh he makes her cringe. He doesn't make me cringe because I feel like he is so genuine and so innocent and so pure and doesn't have a clue as to what is going on and is just there for the fun ride. Yeah. I agree and that he will have his heart broken. By he's way. very naive and yeah, he's going to, but, but I'm telling you, and I said this last week is that when it's broken, they're going to get a one-on-one. -on -one, he's going to be sniffling and he's going to say, I'm so happy because this is shown yeah. me that I can love again and whatever. So I actually feel good about him where he is, even though I can't, he just makes me 
it's so awkward to watch him right? Um, because I feel like this is very constructive for him and his child, frankly, personally, because yeah. he's going to get over that hump of just the grief and whatever he's been through. That's so awful. when he is escorted out through buckets of tears on yes. both parties from both parties, will he go to paradise? No, no way. Will he be up as the next batch? No way. Okay. No. I think um they're going to they're going to pick um maybe it's I think they go with the second or third runner up this year. Whoever's okay. got the best personality. All right. I will say that Christian and Connor, not the cat, and David. He was non-existent this week. Was non-existent. Yeah. They they those three were left roseless. So they went home along with Thomas. Yep. So we are down to, I believe, 15 guys. I crushed it in our bracket that solid, we do with last night's work. game. Nice. I am uh, tied in third place. I am tied in third place with two other people, Mallory and Liz. And then our friend Amy is tied with Kaylin for first place. So I was way far down because I totally botched it last week. But this week I did good. Let me ask you, Mm -hmm. who needs to be in my top four? (sighs) Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say Michael, the the widower. Yep, yep. yep. Um, uh, Is it Greg? That to do with the hair? Yep, Greg. Um, this one's going to surprise you, Trey, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I think she is, as much as I can't stand him, she really seemed to trust him and she rewarded him for the rose with the rose for being a, a tattletale last week. Okay. Uh, and then finally, um, oh my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, um, Blake, I'm going to go with Blake. I think Blake now, look, I don't mm-hmm. know if he'll stay mm-hmm. there, but I mm-hmm. think that he's new enough to where he's going to draw her attention next yep. week. He's shiny and he gets a one-on-one day. Just, I can tell that from the promos that come at the end of the episode. Yeah. And everyone's just going to grip and freak out Mm -hmm. about that, you know, Mm -hmm. amongst the, uh, the, uh, the workout stage outside, they're all going to just be throwing kettlebells around, taking his name in vain. That was the best when Courtney just wouldn't interrupt his shoulder step to just he's like, look, dude. He's like, one, look, you're in real trouble. Two, uh, leave dug your own grave. Three, she really doesn't like you. Four. Uh, Andrew S. is not in your top? Um, which one is he? Tackle Bell. No, no, no. I, that guy, no. I, I, I think he's going to crash and burn. Uh, this may be harder for you, but who would you not put on your bracket? Sometimes that's more helpful. Um, you know, there, who is it? Justin, is that a guy? Is he a Justin guy? Justin is a guy. Yes. So I, I actually think he's maybe right behind Blake. I think he does well. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's the only guy in the remaining guys that I remember tells you that I wouldn't put anybody else. <laughs> no, honestly, like if, if I'm really thinking about it, those five that I just mentioned are probably the old, the ones that are going to remain in my mind anyway, standing. And I think Aaron's done. And that other guy, that the other instigator guy that's we just mentioned, he's done too. Connor the cat. Connor the cat is going to crash and burn. He is, um, he's funny and he's entertaining, but he's not a man's man. He's not an alpha guy, and he's gonna he's gonna slip. Plus, did you see the shirt he has on last mm-hmm. next week? Mm-mm, I did. It, it's worse than the than the one oh, he wore. Heavens. Yeah, look re, look at the thing. He's got it open to his you know to his hoo ha. And uh, that stupid chain, and he's got the sleeves rolled up, and um, she's just going to take one look at that, and she's going to picture him like at some important work event, and she's like, "This is my husband," and it's all going to flash before her eyes. Like this can't happen. What about the other Andrew? Which one is that? <laughs> he's the one that stands by Josh. Uh, Whoever that is, not helping. <laughs> James, who was in the box? No. I, who looks I, look, like Great Gatsby? I think he's a good looking dude, and I think he seems, he, but he's just not asserting himself. And I think mm-hmm. this is the point where you got 15 guys. She's going to pay attention to the shiniest guys and the ones that, you know, kiss her butt enough to keep her attention. Then she's just going to start, you know, trimming the fat and those guys that can't stand mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. So I just, those, those guys, no matter how, um, 
attractive they may be and what a good prospect they are. They're just not going to stand out. And those, those are the guys that don't make the top 10. Do you think that a two on one will occur this season? Yes. Who will it be? I think it's going to have to be Aaron because he hates everybody <laughs> with someone. Or it also feels like Hunter has. No, he goes nuts next week. Remember? Yeah. He's, he's he, the ultra. He's the Luke of the, is that the guy's name? Yeah. The, 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 the old uber religious guy that called what's her face out on for mm-hmm. sleeping around. Is that his mm-hmm. name? Mm-hmm. Remember she moved the podium on him. That was yep. awesome. That was so great when, when he was just like staying there and she's like, look, and, and, and remember, remember who the voice of reason was there? No. Jed. Remember oh, Jed? Right. <laughs> How could I forget Jed and his dog food jingle? Yeah. Rain or shine. Kind of love like nothing you've seen before. Your dog really does deserve the best. Go pick him up some better ball. The guy that ruined the guitar stick for everyone and launched Listen to Your Heart. Listen to your heart. Hey, thank y'all for listening. I wanted to let you know and remind you that we have a bachelorette bracket together with the amazing folks over at last night's game. As I mentioned, I'm in third place, so feeling pretty good about myself. I've left a link in the show notes so you can check it out. Super fun, super easy, super fast. Takes about 30 seconds to fill out. We'd love for you to join us. And if you'd like to read the recap of the fourth episode of Katie's season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for that. And remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to subscribe and review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever.